You know what, Jacob? I, I quit the deep state. They're in really good contention. <laughs> Ryan, are you at least seeing my logic on this or no? Yeah, I, I, I don't know where you're coming. <laughs> like, 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 Liam, I get it. Like, I don't believe in the Buccaneers, but they're a game away from the Super Bowl. Yes, and I got it, and I feel like an idiot, so I quit the deep state. You play to win the game. A Canadian take on America's favorite pastime. Third and ten with Ryan, Liam, and Jacob. The divisional round has wrapped up, and that means it's time for another episode of Third and Ten with Ryan, Liam, and Jacob. Guys, how you doing? Not so great. Why is that, Liam? You know why. We're about to talk about it later. <laughs> I'm, you, you weren't expecting much going in, so I was expecting you to be a yeah, little... Yeah, I wasn't expecting much going in, but then we started doing great. And then Chad Henney showed up and ruined it all for us. So, yeah, we'll talk about that See, later. See, th- this is where I think we differ, because w- when, when I watched Minnesota uh, lose, uh, I think it was last year... It was a little bit more of a close game in the playoffs. And I was like, you know what? They played hard. But in that 20, I think it was 2017-2018 NFC Championship game, when we got demolished by Nick Foles and we only put up one touchdown, I was like, come on, guys. We're better than this. I said we'll talk about it later. Okay, fine. Jacob, how about you? How are you doing? <laughs> I, I guess it doesn't really matter because you decided to just go on a tangent, so I don't even want to tell you about these celebration cookies I have next to me. Okay, well, you know, tangents are about 15% of this show, so we, you got to steer into the skid. Can you tell me, Jacob, since Ryan doesn't Yeah, matter? Liam, I have some caramel truffles next to me, and they are amazing. Oh, man, that sounds, delicious. That sounds real bougie. Ryan, we're not talking to okay, you. Okay, that's fine. Will you talk to me if it's about this football? A... No, it's a deep state conversation we're having right Good now. Call. Just leave us alone. Good call, Liam. Okay. Well, let's talk about Rams and Packers. <laughs> the Packers won. Uh, I don't remember who picked the Packers. I think all of us did. Uh, Jacob picked Rams. Did Jacob pick no, the Rams? No, 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 no. I did pick the Packers. I said the under, and then I said the over in the chat. So I kind of cheated. So either way, I did say Packers. <laughs> no, so no, we're yeah, no, 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 no. Whatever was on the episode was your uh, that's your canon. Thing. The lovely listeners at home aren't in our Facebook. Chat. I guess that's true. Well, I guess I was right. I, I guess. All right. Uh. So yeah, Packers win. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, another really good game from him. He is a front runner for MVP. I know I, I've gone on record saying that I would vote for Josh Allen, but uh, I feel like part of that vote would also be bias against Green Bay, being a Minnesota fan. <laughs> I was right. actually wrong, Ryan. I actually said on the show, remembering, I, I was wrong. I said under, therefore I'm wrong. Okay, Jacob. I want to hear your take on this game first. Okay, before we get too deep into this, I want to say I made $5 from this game because (laughs) me and my father are watching, and he's like, Green Bay's not going to score this drive. And I said, well, just you watch. They're about to. And uh, let me see which touchdown it was. It was the Lazard touchdown. So when he caught the 58-yard ball, 
my dad almost kicked me out of the house. <laughs> That's how well, Maddie got five bucks. I did make. Well, I still don't have it yet, but I guess I won it. <laughs> I'm sure he'll pay me next year. Uh sue him. I mean, what what's there to say? Green Bay's offense right now looks almost unstoppable. Dylan Jones Williams. That's a heck of a backfield. Receivers, they drop balls, and Aaron Rodgers still gets them so many, they have to catch a few of them <laughs> to make plays. And if there's really only one weakness, it might be this defense. It really hasn't been tested too much so far this playoffs. Yeah. Liam, did you have any thoughts on the Packers? I mean, they were the number one seed for the NFC going into the playoffs, so it's not really a surprise that they beat the Rams, especially with how shaky they've looked all season. Like, they lost to the Jets. Yeah, well, so do the Browns. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, I do agree with what Jacob was saying, especially with the, the whole defense thing. But you also got to remember, of course they haven't been tested so far. Like, their defense hasn't been tested so far in the playoffs because this is their first game, and it's against the Rams. Like, yeah, they were hot last week uh, beating out the Seahawks, but – the Seahawks and the Rams are very similar teams in a way that it was kind of just whatever this felt like a regular season game let's go to the actual playoffs against the Packers and um yeah it's just I don't know I guess we'll see next week when they go up against the Bucks however Bills. oh I no, do Bucks. still Bucks. think sorry Sorry, Bucks I misread it <laughs> yeah why what do you think I said uh... No, I was looking at my phone at the matchups, and I I thought it was Bills, but it is Bucks. <laughs> give me minus two on intelligence. They're NFC. Give me minus two on intelligence. I I'll give you minus. I'll give you minus one. How about You're that? You're kind. Sorry, I cut you off. Go. It's okay, sir. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see next week when they actually go up against <sighs> NFC champion chip game against the Buccaneers yeah so with that we can move on to the Buccaneers game which was much more interesting than, than the Packers game uh Drew Brees and Tom Brady uh Saints and Buccaneers going head-to-head -head for the third time this season and it was the first time the Saints couldn't beat them right when it mattered Drew, uh, Drew Brees it was his last NFL game and it definitely wasn't his best. One touchdown and three interceptions. They did a good job bottling up Camara as well. They uh, they held him to only 85 yards and zero touchdowns. He was averaging pretty well, but... Uh, yeah, he wasn't able to get any scores. And then Jameis Winston came in and threw that touchdown on the deep play. The famous Jameis touchdown in the playoffs against his former team. Very, It was an entertaining game for sure. Yeah, uh, it, it was a really good game, uh, but I don't know. I, I still think with Drew Brees and it being his last game, potentially last game, nothing has actually been confirmed yet unless I'm wrong. Um, however, man, Drew Brees throwing one touchdown but three interceptions all game. That's uh, That's almost as bad as a Marino farewell game you know yeah like, i mean a lot of quarterbacks was last games uh, you know unless they win the super bowl the game isn't really uh all all that great like like phil rivers 
he just announced his retirement, and, you know, he lost in wildcard weekend to the Bills. It was a hard-fought game, though, uh, but he wasn't able to come away with the win. Drew Brees with the ugly three interceptions. Dan Marino, which he already said. Um, I don't know. Well, he, see, he's that's still a lock for Canton. Like, that's... Well, Phil Rivers, yes. Like, he lost the game, but at least he gave it a fighting chance, and he actually did really well in that game. But three interceptions for Drew Brees, like yeah. Well, I think as, it, you know someone who has the most touchdowns, uh, most passing touchdowns, and most passing yards in the history of the NFL. This is how you're gonna go. You're not like I don't know. It didn't feel like he was trying. You know. Yeah. That's just kind of watching this game. That's kind of how I felt watching Drew Brees go. It was just he didn't. He wasn't trying. Yeah, there was. There was a lot going on with him this season as well. He got banged up really bad this season, which I'm sure influenced the decision to, to hang up the cleats. Uh, the collapsed lung, the broken ribs, and from what I heard, that was just the tip of the iceberg. He, he, he's he been through a lot, so, I mean, it's a well-deserved retirement for sure, uh, and I guess we'll see him in Canton. Yes, we will. But here's the other thing I want to bring up uh, for both of you guys. Now that Drew Brees is going to retire, or more than likely going to retire, are the Saints looking for a quarterback this offseason, or will they try to do something with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston? I'm going to let Jacob go first on this one. Uh, I mean, they probably should draft somebody, maybe not in the first round, but a few rounds later in case you need kind of a third option, but... I think Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill are probably not bad options. Yeah, one of the two can probably work out, especially since Jameis actually looked accurate on that fifty-six yard touchdown. <laughs> Granted, it was what it and was. That's usually it was one pass. So you know, I'm not going to come out and say that he's a different quarterback than he was in Tampa now, but you know, he got his start. LASIK surgery. He's a different man now. <laughs> Uh, Jacob, did you have any thoughts about this game just in general, though? Believe it or not, Nuclear Brown was not the deciding factor of this game. He only had one catch. That honor would yeah. go to Todd Bowles, who is going to be an NFL coach. Maybe not next year, but in a few years, he will be a head coach. Because he, he was an NFL coach, like, exactly. last year, wasn't he? I think two years ago? Two years ago. Anyways, he's going to be a head coach yeah. again. This guy called a really good game. The offense for the Buccaneers was not always clicking, but even when it wasn't, he was able to bottle up Kamara. Well, he was able to kind of contain Breeze as best he could, but to tell you the truth, I think Breeze was so banged up, he was kind of playing a level down than usual, which sucks if it's his last game. But, I mean, this Buccaneer team, I I think you guys are probably going to change your stance on Super Bowl contenders, but if this defense plays this good against Green Bay... The Packers are in for a really tough match. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good game. Do you guys want to say who who you're who well, you're thinking is gonna patient. represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? Ryan, can you wait till we cover all the games because this this needs more build up. All right, all right. We'll talk about the AFC. Uh, we'll talk about the Ravens and Bills first, which. Another boring, it, it's like all the exciting games happened on Sunday and all the boring games happened on Saturday. The Bills win 17-3 in a very defensive struggle, and Lamar Jackson got bottled up, but 
I mean, I, I've had this opinion for about two years now. Like, the Bills have a really good defense. Easily top ten, maybe top five. Okay, I, I don't know about top five. I don't... That's why I said maybe. But they are top ten, I would say. They're a top ten defense. They have a lot of really good pieces on there. Tredavious White is one of the best corners in the league. They have a really good linebacking core. And some, like, one of the best safety tandems in the NFL as well. Uh, and not only that, Taron Johnson looks like, you know, kind of a nice up-and-comer for the Bills. Uh, he just got an interception this game as well. Um, I don't know. He's – a lot of people like to bat an eye on this guy. I don't know. I feel like he's one guy to watch out for. Heck, Ed, uh, Ed Oliver's yeah. not even a bad player. Yeah, Ed Oliver, he was their first-round pick, I think, was it the year after they drafted Allen? Yes. Out of the University of Houston, and he, he's been unreal. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know, it was a very much a defensive game. Like, the Ravens also have a very good defense, which is why this red-hot Bills offense was only able to score 17 points. Uh, but the Ravens' offense looked very, very stagnant in that game. I'm going to tell you one massive uh, the... problem with the Bills quickly. Go for it. And this is why I am unsure they are going to beat the Chiefs. Because if you look at their rushing attempts, they only ran the ball nine times to their running backs. Mm-hmm. And they have no balance. Maybe the Ravens were doing something or showing them some looks, but this has kind of been the Bills' story all year. Obviously, they don't trust their backs. Zach Moss is also banged up, which probably has something to do with stuff. But I I am getting... I really want the Bills to win here, but if they do not have more balance, this team will not win a Super Bowl. You, you just need Definitely more balance. Possible. That's it. The thing is, go, going into this game against the Chiefs, I, I feel like, like the defenses are going to be a really big factor in that game i think the bills have a better defense than the chiefs and the chiefs have a better offense than the bills but mahomes is going to be the x factor in this game whether or not he plays and also how he's going to play because we don't know the severity of of what happened to him last week in that browns game which uh if you guys want we can move on to right now and uh in that case uh, i'll give actually... liam the floor to sob a little bit before we actually talk about that, an update on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he was at practice uh, today. However, he still remains in concussion protocol. I've also heard so rumors he's having neck, like neck problems. I've also heard he's been having, I don't know, he might have hurt his nerves or something in his neck. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it bad. was a bad hit when, when you saw him him try to get up he, he he looked rough and you know ho hopefully everything is good with him he's a phenomenal player but uh i think his pre i don't think chad henney beats the bills patrick mahomes definitely is able to beat the bills but i don't think chad henney can no i mean man this game i swear to god <laughs> Should, should we just let you rant for a couple of minutes, Liam? I mean, like, yeah, you, I can rant, but there's nothing to rant about. It's just, I did go into this game with, like, low expectations. 
and halfway through the game when we actually started to pick up momentum and actually kept going and going and going, um, it started to look a lot better for me and started to look just a lot better. And then Chad Henney came in. <laughs> and for those who didn't watch the game, Chad Henney is now like Nick Foles to Tom Brady for us. <laughs> like it was just, it was a bad game. Like there was uh and yeah, Jacob, you can throw a challenge flag at me for it, but that bad that that one hit that didn't get called, I think, ruined the game for us. Do you have any words to say, Jacob? Uh this I'm I'm not gonna argue whether or not it's a foul. I think we did that enough in the group chat. We argued this and that. To tell you the truth, the more I look at it, you're probably right. It doesn't matter if the offensive guy really lowers his head. It shouldn't. I guess it doesn't matter to the rules because he technically did put his head down. But here's going to be my one counter. Either way, that receiver should hold on to the ball. Liam, can you agree with that? He should hold on to that football. Because even... Okay. Did he have to extend there to get the touchdown for one and risk the fumble? And two... When he takes that hit, I hate to say it, I think great receivers in the NFL, they don't drop that ball. Michael Thomas doesn't. Uh, Adams yeah, doesn't. But Richard Higgins isn't Richard Higgins isn't a great NFL wide receiver. He is a great wide receiver for the Browns. But Liam But he's not up to that speed yet. And whatever you can say about having ball security and whatnot, you get hit in the head by another helmet and not get caught by surprise. And see how you are. Will you drop the ball? More than likely. Okay. I, do you want me to tell you guys a high school story? Who wants to hear a high school story? I'd love to hear a high school Ooh, story. Oh, I do. I do. Okay. Can we set the scene? Sure. Okay. It's St. Right. James versus Bishop McDonnell. Do you have a mullet? Uh, no. My hair is actually shorter than it is now. Can I imagine you Did have a mullet? Did they call you Uncle Rico? Sure. Yeah, you can imagine I have a mullet. Okay. <laughs> And at this... Do you also have a goatee? Absolutely not. I don't think I ever shaved till I was even in 12+. plus. At this point, I'm in grade 11. Well, I was hoping I was hoping you were Gardner Minshew, but okay. okay. So I'm in grade 11. We're against BM, the rich person school in Guelph. We're yes. St. James. You know, we're like the scrappy school. So I'm playing tight end, and we have a quarterback. His name's Riley. He plays somewhere in the States now. I think it's Colgate or Lehigh. Not sure. He was really good. He's our quarterback in Shut grade out, nine. And Riley rolls out to the right. I do an out route. So you guys know what an out route is, right? You run like maybe 10 yards, then you run outside towards the sideline. Yes. Yeah, I, I played enough. Okay. Though. <laughs> so Riley just, he sees me open. He's probably like, damn, I have none of my other good wide receivers open. Let's just throw it to the tight end. <laughs> You know, he just wants that completion percentage to go up. He throws the ball, and by the way, it's like it's oh, maybe like third and fifteen, and I'm like maybe I'm close to the first down line. Sorry, second and fifteen. See if Canada only has three downs. That's so true. Riley. He rolls out a little to the right. He hucks the ball to me. You know, I like the ball's kind of going to the ground, so I do a dive and I catch the ball, and then I wasn't sure, so I quickly turn, and right as I turn, which by the way, at this point when I've caught the ball, I'm on the ground. Okay. Yep. I am now on my knees and I turn a little to the side to try to find the ref to see if I have the first down or not, see what's going on. 
and this kid from BM, from behind me, jumps and smashes me in the back of the head while I'm on the ground, okay? Ooh. So, like, Did you, you just... get an extra 15 yards for that? No. But anyways. No? This is what I want to say. He just dove at me. He hit me in the back of the head. And, like, I, I kind of see stars, but I also don't get a lot of plays, so I'm not saying nothing. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> basically... I'm going to tell you something. I'm not comparing this to an NFL hit. I'm not comparing anything. But the moment I got that football, even when I was on the ground, I was like, I am not fumbling this football no matter what because I want this first down, even though we're up by maybe 28 points. So I'm just saying it's possible not to fumble the ball. I I didn't. I got hit pretty darn hard in the back of the head. That's just my story. So... You can say, like, I'm sure if I got hit by an NFL player like the KC guy, I probably would have fumbled, but I don't know. I think if I was able not to fumble, this Higgins guy running for the touchdown doesn't have to. Well, then you know what? Let's drop Rashard Higgins and let's bring Jacob Mensfeld. Oh, trust me. I I do not have the body. The newest member of the Cleveland Browns, everybody. Cleveland (laughs) Jacob Mensfeld. Even then, it, it... whatever it doesn't really matter it's more the fact that that play didn't get called liam do you know who coach heisman like, is it, 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 i don't care who a coach heisman, coach heisman is. the, the fact coach heisman that, in 19 i think it was 15 said to his players in a practice i would have rather you died as a child than fumble this football <laughs> oh my god i don't think coach heisman well, would have been cool with that fumble <laughs> Well, thank God that we named a trophy after him. Anyways. <laughs> he also invented the forward I'd rather pass. you have died as a child? That's a little... That's a little much. It was the 50s, Ryan. It was, no, a different it was like the, the 15s. 50s. It was like the 15s during yeah. World War One. It was the 15s, Ryan. <laughs> it was a different time. He invented the forward pass. The and Heisman also invented the word hut in football. Well, there you go. The man was brilliant. Well, either way... That play should have been called, and as much as this game sucked for us, there was still something bittersweet about it. It's the fact that, yeah, we lost. That sucks. But we lost in the divisional round of the playoffs after, like, 18 years of not even being in the playoffs. Yeah. And there, that was the nice thing about it. And people can say whatever they want to say and that it will probably never happen again. Eat my ass. <laughs> okay. The Browns are coming back next year and they are going to be hungrier than ever. All right. So do we want to pick who we think is going to make it to the Super Bowl now? Actually, no. Come on, man. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Five minutes ago, it has been reported that Dwayne Haskins is now a Pittsburgh Steeler. No. That's not a good idea. (laughs) No. They're already having problems with locker room attitude, and they just bring in the guy who was released for being a problem with locker room attitude. Oh, the Steelers are going to be so done. They're going to explode. I'm fine with that. Jacob... What do, you, what do you think about this? Do you want the truth? And I mean this. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't think it matters at all. <laughs> I don't, He'll I don't... be cut by next season. <laughs> yeah, like, if he... It's not but a bad gamble. Is this... 
I get it, but I don't know. I feel like that's that's a, a ticking time bomb waiting to go off. I'm oh well, yeah. I mean, for the past how many years you've had locker room issues, and you're bringing in more people that are just locker room issues. Yeah, yeah. just bring AB back. If if I bring may, T.O. in. If I may interject one little point here. Go for it. Mike Tomlin is probably a top five coach, maybe of all time, because of what he had to put up with with Bell and Brown and how quiet he kept those two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think of all the drama that Mike Tomlin probably had to put up with that we never heard about because he's just that good. Oh, yeah. He's a phenomenal coach. So maybe, you know, but he could... can help Haskins out, tell him not to gloat about when he gets a 10-yard throw. I don't know. <laughs> don't go to strip clubs with your mask off go to strip clubs but just keep your mask off <laughs> all right you're not helping you're anyone just here. Use tinder you're Dwayne haskins you shouldn't have any problem <laughs> yeah use bumble uh, like... <laughs> go to a bar like come, come to my house haskins Haskins, there's this really neat website you should check out. It's called Pornhub. <laughs> Haskins, look, there's a really cool website you can find a, a lot of girls that are looking for love. It's called Ashley Madison. Oh, God. You should check it out. <laughs> it's called Craigslist. It's... <laughs> okay, guys, instead of talking about porn sites, it's we should talk about eBay. these games. <laughs> okay, who do you guys think? Uh, we'll start in the AFC, so Bills and Chiefs. Who are you guys taking the win? My heart's going Bills. Oh, goodness. Okay, you got me on the spot here. I'm going to take the Bills, too. You... I'm going to take the Bills, you too. Take... Well, we're all in agreement because I think it's going to be the Bills in the Super Bowl as well. It depends, though. It depends. If Patrick Mahomes is coming back and he's okay... And he's kind of back to his normal self, then it will be Chiefs. Well, but if it's Chad Henney, it'll probably be the well, Bills. Well, There's no doubt about here's it. Here's what I'm thinking. If Mahomes comes back, after that hit he took, I don't think he's going to be playing at 100%. All, oh, no. We're all God, forgetting he, something. You, you saw his face after he got up, right? Yeah. But w apparently, we're all forgetting something, according to Jacob. Yeah, you're all forgetting something. His foot. His left foot is also really injured, apparently. Yes, that's true. So he is mm -hmm. very limited. Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes is very banged up right now. And on top of that, the Bills have a very good defense. So I, I think, you know, Tredavious White hyped up in the playoffs against a banged-up Patrick Mahomes is a recipe for a Bills win. But here's the thing is I also don't want the Bills to win because I'm I'm in the Niagara region. I look across the pond over there and there's there's Buffalo. I don't want to wake up on Super Bowl Sunday and then see it completely on fire. No, Bill okay, you know what? Bills fans are one of the in my opinion better fan bases in the NFL. Unless you wear a Patriots jersey. Unless you wear a Patriots jersey. The thing too true. though is Buffalo's won nothing. Like, look at what they did for uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Didn't they give him some donations? Like over $300,000 worth. Yeah, they donated to his charity after his injury in that playoff game. And they, really? Yeah, and that's not the first time the Bills fans did that. 
um, when they made the playoffs in 2017, they basically, they won their game, and the only way they were going to make the playoffs is if the Bengals beat Baltimore. So they finished the game, and they all went into the locker room to watch the end of that game. And at oh, at yeah, the yeah, very yeah. end, Andy Dalton throws a beautiful touchdown, and it's a walk-off victory for the Bengals. And that's how they made the playoffs. And Bills fans donated money en masse to Andy Dalton's charity. Bills fans, I always thought you were the worst. But now it's just Eagles fans. I love it. I also love the videos of them just setting up tables in the middle of the streets and then jumping through them. I want to say something to Derek. Buffalo's a fun city. <laughs> a direct message to Derek. Yes. Here we go. Because Derek listens to the show every week. Thank you, Derek. I want to say something, Derek. If you have a pro line, bet on the Bills to win. Either way, right now, I think the spread is KC by three. Take that bet quickly because maybe Mahomes doesn't even play and this is an easy Bills win, but I don't think KC wins by a field goal, any by more than a field goal anyway. So take this yeah. now. I would take the Bills for sure. And then moving on to the NFC, mm-hmm. Packers and Buccaneers, who do you guys have? Jacob, you go first. <sighs> See, this is where it becomes very difficult. Because Green Bay is well, you home. you got to pick the box, Green man. Bay is at home. And I'm going to tell you why this is big. Because it's cold in Green Bay. Yeah, and winter f- game in Lambeau. I exactly. was thinking the exact same thing. That is something you do not want to be a part of. because. But there's another thing, though, too. I don't know if you guys know this. Liam might, because he used to follow this team. Bill Belichick mm-hmm. used to, in practice, freeze footballs. I don't know what you're talking Bill about. Bill Belichick used to like freeze footballs and make Tom Brady throw them. So I'm not worried about Brady yeah. in the cold weather. He's going to be fine. I'm more so it's worried about... receivers. Exactly. I'm more so worried about the rest of the team. Right well, now... On, to- well, yeah. on top of that, what are the chances Brady has been throwing frozen footballs this year with Arians? That is Probably true. low, but I'm saying that's not something you forget. He played yeah. in New England for like yeah. so many years. He knows what it's like to play in the cold. I'm not worried about him. Yeah, it's it's almost like muscle memory for. Him. But but when you're playing cold weather games, what's the most effective way to attack on offense? Running the ball. Running the ball, and what do the Packers do way better than the Buccaneers? Run the ball. Throw the ball. Nope, run the ball. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're both pretty good at passing the ball, but the Buccaneers have had a pretty inconsistent run game. There've been some good games from Ronald Jones, and then some where he just doesn't really get the carries, and then Leonard Fournette is Mr. Inconsistent, where, you know, Aaron Jones has been tearing it up, and then they've gotten the other running backs in Green Bay all all up in the game plan now, too. So I, I, I personally think this is going to be a Packers-Bills Super Bowl. And I, I, I don't know who's going to win yet, but it pains me to say because... I don't want the Packers to go anywhere near that Lombardi trophy. Liam, do you want to give your prediction or do you want me to go first? Because I do have one. Um, I do think, especially off the uh, things that you were saying about it being a cold game in Lambeau, cold game or not, you're in Lambeau. You're in Green Bay. You're in one of the biggest football towns. It's not even a city. You're in one of the biggest football towns 
that any of the four major sports have ever seen. You know, this is a team that has such a big and dedicated fan base that it's, you know, it's it's going to be a tough game for the Buccaneers. So I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I think this offense is too good. Hopefully the cold doesn't affect them. Hopefully, I mean, again, I think Todd Bowles is probably a top five defensive coordinator in the NFL, maybe even top three. I think he's a really smart guy. Maybe the Bears will hire him, but apparently we want to keep our anti-eye formation guy. Um, Yeah, I. if you're going to bet on this game, I think right now it's three and a half on Green Bay. You should probably bet the under because, again, I think if Green Bay wins this one, it's going to be less than three. So, or three or less, I mean. I'm going with the Bucks to win outright. Last week I won 40 bucks well, off them. you kind of have to. I don't have to. Last week I won 40 bucks off them, so, I mean, maybe I'll win another I mean, 40. The Buccaneers... Since the beginning of the season, you say that the Buccaneers are Super Bowl contenders. I've already th- and then if you were to go with the Packers, and then that totally ruins your statement. So you don't think right now they're Super Bowl contenders? No, the, they got to go up against. They're the in Packers the championship the game, like the NFC championship game. Okay, okay, that's great. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> Fight, what fight, are you fight, talking fight, about? Are we in different fight, worlds fight. right now? Yeah, getting, I'm in a proper one. Getting I don't know where the hell you the, went to. Okay. The Buccaneers are right now a top four team in the NFL, correct? Yes. Okay. How are they not Super Bowl contenders? They are literally contending for the Super Bowl this week to get there. That's great, but they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. That doesn't matter. They're That's in contention for it. You're, you know what, Jacob? I, I quit the deep state. They're in really good contention. <laughs> Ryan, are you at least seeing my logic on this or no? Yeah, I, I don't know where you're coming. <laughs> like, like, like Liam, I get it. Like, I don't believe in the Buccaneers, but they're a game away from the Super Bowl. Yes, and I got it, and I feel like an idiot, so I quit the deep state. <laughs> I, I don't All know. Right, I think they got... Okay, I'll make a bold prediction right now. They go to the Super Bowl. There, now we got something new to fight about. They go to the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. I'm I'm going to search up uh, NFL head coach hirings, and we're going to talk about those, okay? Detroit just hired All right. Uh, just want to bring up a few things. So, Phillip Rivers did announce his retirement yesterday from the NFL. Um we can all agree. I think we can all agree he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Ooh, how okay. What what would you place him in though? Like top twenty, top ten? Top top ten. Ooh. We are we are gonna slightly disagree on this. Hear me. Yes, out. for sure. He is ranked fifth of all time in passing yards. Also, I really wish he didn't throw a touchdown in his last game because then he would have had 420 touchdowns. True. But, I don't know. It's just Phillip Rivers is one of those players that really give it all every game but still manage to not get any, like, like to not get any awards for it, you know? Like, I, I do think he may go down as the best player to never win a Super Bowl. Or at least top five best player that never win a Super Bowl. See, 
my again my one problem with Philip Rivers is that he could never perform in the playoffs even when he had really good teams had a lot of talent on some of those old Charger teams back in like 06 05 07 Antonio Gates exactly Ladanian Thompson yeah he had some really good weapons he had some really good defenses too people forget yeah I mean he 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 just had Joey Bosa that was the end but Mm -hmm. sure I mean, Joey Bosa didn't play in 06, but okay. I guess we're going to move to that. But here's here's kind of <laughs> my thing, too, when you make the... What you're saying about Phillip Rivers is all very good. The only thing is, in a few years, when Matt Stafford passes all those thresholds, are you then going to say Stafford is better than Rivers just based off the statistics alone? Do you kind of get what I'm saying here? Like... Your Hall of Fame inductions more so on stats, and I agree on that. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame, but I don't know. Like, in a few years when Stafford has way better numbers, are you going to claim he's better? I wouldn't claim that he's better because he – I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things that every time you see Philip Rivers' stat line, he's always up at the top. Like, he's always in the top five every year since I think he's been in the league. He's always been a great quarterback that gets the job done, and he is a leader. And, yes, you can talk about his playoffs and how he underperforms in the playoffs, but we've also been saying that about Dak Prescott for how long now, too. Now, yes, I understand two completely different players, and one is – Seven. What, what, one's been in the year for league for seventeen years, and the other one's been in the league for like what four years now. However, Philip Rivers just—I don't know, man. Just his accolades and and just the records that he has and his stats are just beyond this world. Probably, like he Philip Rivers has better stats than Joe Montana. But you put Joe Montana as, like, what, top three? Easily. And why is that? Because of what he did. <laughs> just the okay, Super Bowls, the MVPs, everything he did. Even he was pushed by Steve Young and was still able to win. The guy's just a winner. Also, I mean... To be honest, if we're going to look at athletes to athletes, Patrick Mahomes is probably, as an athlete and as a thrower, the greatest quarterback ever. So that's why I don't think it's fair to compare guys like from now to like back then. I just don't think that's fair because athletes have evolved. But if we're going to look at their winning and their stats and stuff, I think that's a more fair metric. And if you kind of compare it like that, yes. All right, well... Philip Rivers has more passing yards than Ben Roethlisberger, but Ben Roethlisberger has, what, two more rings than Rivers? Would See, you consider this, Ben Roethlisberger being better than Philip Rivers? This is where we get into the rings versus stats argument. I mean, if you have your belief in stats, then that's fair. You can say he's better. I'm, I have no problem with that. Do I think Big Ben's probably a better player overall? Yes. Especially because he's won more. That's just a reason. Yeah. Okay. But then you can also talk let's about do, like the whole just, stats versus ring things with Randy Moss, though. For sure. Randy Moss is easily the great. I personally think the greatest wide receiver in the game. You think he's better than him Jerry and Rice? Jerry Rice. Him and Jerry Rice are like number one. They're oh, tied for. See, me. I'll be honest. I put Moss at like number four. 
Well, you have T.O. at number two, don't you? Yeah, I think it goes Rice. I think it goes T.O. Then I think it goes Megatron. Really? I love Calvin Johnson. (laughs) He is so absurd. Calvin Johnson's great, but over Randy Moss? I'll be honest. Like, I think these two played in similar enough eras. Prime Randy Moss or prime Calvin Johnson. Ryan, you saw a lot of Calvin Johnson too, especially being in our division. I think you take Calvin Johnson. <laughs> well, if if you guys are done arguing, I have the new coaches. If you want to talk about Liam, that. you can have last word if you want, but I'm ready to move on. Larry Fitzgerald is better than all three of them. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, so in Atlanta, <laughs> no, uh, I still go Randy Moss. In Atlanta, the new head coach is Arthur Smith. In Detroit, Tennessee. okay. In Detroit, it's Dan Campbell. Uh, in Houston, still to be determined. Jacksonville, like Urban Meyer. Good hire. And uh, we've got the Jets, Robert Saleh uh, Saleh from the 49ers. And then Nick Sirianni is the new head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I I can start us off if you want. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know you were saying Biennemi. He hasn't been picked up yet, but there is still an opportunity in Houston. What I've heard is that nobody wants to coach Houston. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. Mean. I mean, Biennemi can probably get a better job than Houston. Did you also mention the uh, the new head coach for the Eagles? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. he did. He had a long name, though. Okay. <laughs> I've already closed yeah, the window. Weird. So. Nick, Nick Sarani. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's all the new head coaches. Uh, I guess Urban Meyer is probably one of the more interesting ones. I also think that Jets hire is really interesting. Um, Ur- but yeah, we're, we're why? Gonna... Why do you think Urban Meyer is Urb- uh, interesting? He's the biggest because... name and what it does to affect the draft. Yeah. It's going to be very yeah. interesting to see what... Makes sense. Like, I, I don't know if he'll be good, but it'll definitely be interesting. <laughs> see... Yeah, it, it makes sense, yeah. See, the thing... I don't know how much you guys know about Urban Meyer. I, Ryan, I don't think very you were watching little. football when uh, he was big. Liam, I, you were probably watching football. I just don't know if you were watching Florida. I, I wasn't watching college football at the time. Okay, I wasn't really watching either at, like, a religious level. I just kind of casually saw Tim Tebow on TV and kind of looked at his highlights. So I'm not even claiming to know a lot about his but, era. But but even then, you know who Urban exactly. Meyer is. Like, if, if you're a football fan, you know who exactly. Urban Meyer is. You know who Nick Saban is. So that's why I want to say so, yeah. Urban Meyer, for one, is a really good leader. Urban Meyer also always coached a lot of very big egoed players and a lot of very big personalities. Heck, if you look at his team from 2007, he had guys like Aaron Hernandez on that team. He had guys like Percy Tim Harvin. Tebow, yeah. He had he just had a lot of characters on those teams. Yeah, Tim Tebow too. He's that 2007 Florida team is nuts. If you go back and look at yeah, that, yeah, they had Cam too, didn't they? Yeah, Cam, who I think stole a laptop. Yeah, they did have Cam Newton. allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't actually know if he did, and I don't want to get sued. Exactly. And no, I'm pretty sure it was the 2008 Florida team that they had Hernandez. Yeah. It was so I, if, their if, championship team. You're probably right. Maybe I'm thinking of 08. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was the 08 team. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant like the team that just had everybody. Uh, Urban Meyer again. He knows how to deal with egos. Oh, they even had. Oh, what do you want to say? They had Riley Cooper on that team too. Yeah, they had everybody, man. You know, you know about Riley Cooper, of right? Of course, we all know the Riley Cooper story. Yeah, definitely. The Riley Cooper video. Oh, Kenny Chesney. I th- but I think, like, I think Ryan Lochte was on campus then as well. Oh, that makes it even worse. <laughs> but okay, I just want to make this one point but about yeah, Urban this team Meyer. Was crazy. <laughs> I think if you're worried that he won't be a good coach in the NFL because these guys are getting paid and because it's a much higher level, I don't think you have to worry because the guys always coach people with very big egos. Yeah, and he's he also <laughs> why I think he's a really good hire for the Jaguars is because if you look at his history, he's always been very good at developing quarterbacks. Like at Ohio State, yeah. he always had some really good ones like Braxton Miller. He had Cardell Jones, who's kind of fizzled out of the NFL. He even had. Uh, he was before Haskins. Uh, they had, what's his name, TJ Barrett, who went yeah, on to be a really good... He spent good... some time on the Saints. Exactly. Like, he's always been pretty good with quarterbacks, at least at the collegiate level. I think at the NFL level, whether they bring in Lawrence, or I think they're probably going to bring in Fields because he has the Ohio State connection, urban coach there. Yeah. He's prob. But do you really think that? I do. Only because from everything I've heard from... Like, you really think that? I'm not saying he should do it. I'm saying for what I'm hearing right now, he really likes Justin Fields, apparently. No, no, no. And and I get that. And I'm not giving you crap for, like, thinking that. Because it's genuinely, like, that. that's a good theory you put this together. This isn't a theory. This and is what he with, said with in a lot of things. Well, it, well, just a lot of things to back up what you were saying as well. But then you also have Trevor Lawrence, who is easily the most you know, scouted, like, most hyped college player in history. Yes. Like, that's, it's a big, bold take. I'm, I'm not. Hell, if at, it actually happens. At the moment, I think they should take Lawrence. But at the moment, everything I'm hearing, everything I'm seeing, if you watched Urban Meyer, he's covered college football all year. He, I think he was on the Fox Sports Network. At least those were most of the clips I saw him in. He was always pumping Justin Fields' yeah. tires. He's just always loved the guy. He's definitely mobile, and Urban Meyer likes a more mobile player. Not saying that Lawrence isn't mobile, but let's be honest. Fields is on a different level of athleticism. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even, yeah, I don't know. Fields just seems to be the better mobile option as a true dual threat guy. Uh, I think Urban Meyer could really develop the guy well. Again. Well, didn't he coach Fields for a bit, too? He recruited Fields. He never actually had him on his roster. Oh, okay. He recruited Fields. Yeah, okay. so like when Fields ended up transferring to Ohio State from Georgia, basically it was an easy, you know what I mean? Urban had already kind of already given him all the recruiting pitches, so it was a little easier for Ohio State to get him. But that was around the time Urban was going through his massive controversy. Yeah. So oh, yeah. It, it's by far the most interesting hire. Again, I'm sure in a month or maybe two weeks we're going to hear different. But at the moment, I would honestly maybe lean more towards justin fields getting taken with that first pick kind of like in a sense how kyler murray in that one draft was cliff kingsbury's guy this this yeah. might be urban meyer's guy it's it's possible yeah I, I can see it happening for sure and i think the jets are very excited <laughs> oh yeah easily i was uh talking to one of 
one of the guys from a, a, a podcast that we're friends with uh, over at Brush Crew. I was talking to Mark, and uh, he was saying that this Jaguars team is going to be nuts in the next few years with the talent that they already have plus having urban Meyer and potentially Trevor or like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields this Jaguars team is going to be scary within the next few years he's right yeah so uh like if they if they draft well and they do well in the offseason with pickups and whatnot this Jaguars team we're I'm honestly thinking we're probably going to be seeing a Super Bowl in them in the next few years Let's save that clip, boys. <laughs> save that now, clip. Well, it will be going up. There's so. uh, there's one more NFL thing that I wanted to talk about before I give a very brief uh, TyCat update. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give <gasps> the TyCat update now. Simone Lawrence. I know what the TyCat update is. Yeah, Simone Lawrence. Linebacker, defensive oh. player of the year from 2019. Resigned with the TyCat. So he, they're getting all of their best players back, essentially. Isn't he also uh, like a friend of yours on Nintendo Switch? No, no, that's uh, that's Sean Thomas Erlington. <laughs> oh, big, well, big you know Animal what? Crossing fan. He, is he, he really? Is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there, there's one more. Not Simone Lawrence. One though. more NFL thing I wanted to talk about before we throw it to Jacob for a very brief college update because there's no more college football now. It's but, not refrying. There's a lot going on. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I know, but we're not. We're just not going to be talking about any games that happened. Uh, I just want to know, Coach of the Year, who do you think? And my, my pick is Sean McDermott for the Bills. My honorable mention, Kevin Stefanski. I like your picks, but reverse them. You want to know what? Makes it easy. <laughs> It's a regular season award, right? Or is this also incorporate the it's, playoffs? Like, or can we regu- just incorporate the playoffs? Uh, I think it's a regular season award, but if you would like to incorporate the playoffs, by all means. Okay, because Andy Reid's call on fourth down won him coach of the year for me. I mean, that's fair. That fourth they, down They also call, had a really good regular season, so. My father is genuinely never surprised when he watches football. <laughs> when the Chiefs snapped that ball, I think he actually crapped himself. <laughs> like genuinely, me and him, I don't I forget if we even had a money bet on that game because we made so many bets. I know it sounds like I'm this crazy gambler, but I'm not. When they snapped that ball and he actually threw it to Tyree Kill, my dad said, What an idiot. He almost costed them the game. So just that alone, I love Andy Reid. He's my coach of the year just for that decision, which was insane. I don't know what I'm allowed to say on here, but the cojones that guy has is amazing. <laughs> you got a point there. All right. Do uh, you, you want to bring us to college land? I want to say one thing. All right, NFC yeah, I'll coach go, is the I'll Bucks go screw guy. myself. You, you already gave Arians. us your, your picks, Liam. <laughs> yes, you, you, reverse. Said, you said just reverse mine. Give Kevin Stefanski's coach of the year an honorable mention, Sean McDermott. Well, you know what? You're right. But if I were to go with playoffs, I would pick Matt Pry- Mike Pryfer. Okay. Jacob, go ahead and the special teams coordinator for the Browns that won them the champion that won them the, the AFC wildcard game. Okay. He didn't Jacob. have his defense ready though on fourth down. So I'm docking him a point for that. 
Jacob, tell us about Tennessee. <laughs> okay. Now, whatever, you guys suck. Now, be sure to use the word alleged, because I don't want them to sue us. <sighs> Ryan, I think Tennessee has enough problems as we speak <laughs> to sue us. <laughs> they don't I'm care about our two-listener podcast. <sighs> More, three with Derek. Uh, here's what I want to say here, first of all. Everyone in college football cheats, allegedly. Yes. Everyone pays their players. If you watch a really good documentary Ryan showed me on Old Miss and how they paid a guy allegedly named Leo Lewis. Yes. You should watch that. It's about bagmen and stuff. It's it's that it's was, really interesting. Yeah. When Hugh Freeze was the head coach there. Which by the way, Hugh Freeze might be hired to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic? That would be fun. I'm very glad that he didn't go to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyways, allegedly at Tennessee, now, there's a lot of backstabbing. Alleg- I'm just going to keep saying allegedly, now that Ryan scared me. Good, so, good, good, good idea. Here's the alleged story at the moment. It's that Tennessee hated their coach, Jeremy Pruitt. So they decided they knew he was doing some infractions and self-reported all the stuff that he was doing so they didn't have to pay his three-year bio clause. That's what allegedly might have happened. But basically, what the school reported to the NCAA and what they found allegedly through their investigations is that Jeremy Pruitt was paying kids <laughs> lots of money inside McDonald's bags <laughs> to come play for him at Tennessee for commits. <laughs> now, can I tell you the really funny part? What's that? Is even playing all these, sorry, even allegedly paying all these players with money inside McDonald's bags. Only got them a 2-7 and seven season. <laughs> so, he obviously wasn't giving enough money, or he obviously wasn't giving it to the right people. <laughs> and apparently he did a lot of other worse things that are slowly going to be coming out. But apparently it was all dumb stuff like that. That was so easy for them to catch, and so easy for them to track, that it's absurdly funny. Now... Yeah. Let me put it this and way. Third and ten is not claiming that these are true as of right now. The but these are come allegations out and said. that are out there. No, Ryan. The university came out and said this happened, basically. Well, well, yeah, but he's. He, I mean, like he still has he's, to defend himself, doesn't yes, he? Not? No, no. Do you know what his statement was? What? Basically, Tennessee used this against him, so they didn't have to pay his buyout clause. So he admitted to it, is what you're telling me. Basically, he's basically almost admitted to it and saying Tennessee is only doing this because they didn't want to pay me and that they knew all along. All right. We can stop saying alleged then. <laughs> that, that's, that's basically what he's saying, but let's just, just to be safe. Also yeah. to also, uh, I just use two also's I'm stunned. Uh, to also throw this into perspective, people are saying, well, Jeremy Pruitt, he obviously learned this from Nick Saban at Alabama. When's the last time you've ever heard about Alabama cheating? Obviously, they're very good at hiding their cheating <laughs> compared to putting their money <laughs> in McDonald's bags. That's very true. <laughs> McDonald's bags. Like, that's amazing. I Like, I hope they also threw, like, a junior chicken in there or something. Yeah. I was about to say, I'd be... Like, yeah, money's nice, but, like, if you hand me a McDonald's bag, there better be a damn Big Mac in there. <laughs> There's money in my sandwich. I don't care about 10 grand. <laughs> There's money in my filet fish I mean, that's some Godfather oh, stuff God. right there. Oh, God, Ryan. <laughs> now, another story. Do you guys... He just comes out. 
I can make you enough. You can refuse. And just gives him a McDonald's. I just bag. imagine a guy like like I'd imagine they have like a room where they would prepare all of the all of these McDonald's sandwiches and just like slide money inside of them. And just like yeah, you, you get have like you... this gross filet fish. You open it up. There's all that disgusting tartar sauce slopped on top, and they just like cheese that's not supposed yeah, to be there. Yeah, they just there. like okay. First off, it's cheese with like quotations around it. <laughs> yeah, it's cheese. and they just like slap some paper on there, and they're like, it's not edible anyway, and they close it up and. <laughs> and... Have you guys ever seen Breaking Bad? Before? Uh, I have seen. I'm at, I'm like. I've been trying to watch that show for years. I've got through, like, the majority of it, and then I stopped, like, halfway through the last season. Okay, I don't know if you remember, but there was a shot at the beginning of the episode where at the Gus's chicken restaurant, they're making the chicken and stuff, and then they're stuffing meth in with the chicken packages. Yes, I do remember that. Do you think they have a whole team of that at Ole Miss where they're just like... Well, first off, it's Tennessee. McDonald's bags. Oh, is it Tennessee? Why did I think Ole Miss? Because that's where Hugh Freeze played. That's it, thank you. coached. No, so never mind. So at Tennessee, they're just shoving McDonald's, like cash in mcdonald's bags and then shipping them off to places in tennessee yeah like that that's exactly how i think also the operation now this part i'm just making this part up okay this actually hasn't been alleged but wouldn't it be funny if he was also using the mcdonald's everyone they were hiring there were the strippers for the players just to save money (laughs) just keep it all in (laughs) one place oh (laughs) he's just a he's a franchise owner that's how he gets all of this (laughs) Yeah, like, for real. I was about to say, can you walk into a McDonald's and be like, I need 55 McDonald's bags. <laughs> Not anything else. Like, I don't, just the like, bags. I don't know if you guys I think it depends. Know like, if you want to hear about funny, uh, just before I talk about Texas, because I have to talk about the Texas story. The other yep. really funny thing is, well, it's not funny. It's actually kind of sad. This was like seven years ago. Army was using their female basketball team as the strippers for their, te- for their like, football team. <laughs> Oh my god. Now that's god. what you called being like just just being like who cares about the basketball season? Let's just get strippers for football. Oh my god. Well, not only that, I mean like good thing for you in school spirit, but like <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that's a very army story. <laughs> By the way, we use the word allegedly, even though I think they already had to pay all the sanctions. Oh my god. That that's that's kind of disturbing. Anyway, what what's up with Texas? <laughs> They hired Steve Sarkeesian. So this is, a, I don't know if you guys know who he is. He was the offensive coordinator for Alabama. Oh. He's the guy who basically got Devontae Smith the Heisman by running perfect plays for him and doing all the motions. Like, if you watch the championship game, you saw he was on a different level as an offensive coordinator. Was he the guy behind, like, mm-hmm. Tua and Hurts yep. and Mack? Yep. Uh, well, I think a little bit less of Hertz because back then it was Lane Kiffin as the main OC, but then he left, then it became Sarkeesian. Yeah. But if you guys also don't know why this is really cool is because Sarkeesian used to be the coach for USC, the Trojans. Yep. But then unfortunately he had really bad alcoholism and ended up showing up to practice really drunk and got fired and people thought that was the end of him, but he's kind of reinvented himself. He wouldn't... He went with Nick Saban. He learned how to become a better coach, how to handle stress. He's gotten a lot of therapy. So it's really nice he's getting another chance at Texas. Well, that, that's that's good. And that's a good feel-good story. Uh, 
do you have any other stories or can can we kind of leave it on this on this field good feel good note actually Sarkeesian also used to play three seasons in the CFL so there's a bit of Canadian oh, who did he play there. for Jacob it's your Saskatchewan Rough Riders you know believe it or not I knew he was in the CFL didn't know it was for the Rough Riders <laughs> Well, he was a start in the 1999 season, which I don't know if you remember. He had 16 passes and 21 interceptions, or 16 touchdowns and uh, 21 interceptions, and led them to finish with a three and 15 record. The 1999 season. <laughs> I was about to say the last time the Ticats yes, won sir. the Grey Cup. <laughs> yes, sir, Bob. Uh, well, it's not a happy ending anymore. <laughs> Liam, next week, let's cover some college hoops. Oh, that's what we'll Dick do next Vi- week. We'll you, get one college hoop story each. Dick Vitale, you, you bet your pretty little. Fellas, ball we gotta heart. make a bracket this year, eh? Once we get closer to March Madness, we gotta do the third and ten bracket oh, yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah. Not only do we just do football, but we do only college basketball, and then that's. I know it. nothing about any sport other than football, so it's gonna be very fun to hear. Well, Ryan, you did good in our pool the one year. <laughs> I kind of just like guest honestly but how did he do though i think he finished fourth or fifth that's it that ain't too like bad 12. i think that's good for someone that doesn't know college hoops i'll take it i think that was also the year that admiral schofield let you down in 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 the bracket um i don't think so because i think liam was at res at that point yeah so I think it was the year yeah, before because uh, Liam wasn't in that bracket challenge because I hadn't met him yet. Yeah, that's that's possible. No, the anyway, Admiral Schofield. And I think I was heart. in the next one, but I lost first round. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about today, or should we wrap this one up? Uh, we oh, are over uh, an we hour. Forgot to mention, we we shouldn't we shouldn't have forgot it, but uh, today. Sad day, Packers fans. Uh, former Packers GM Ted Thompson passed away today. So that's a yeah. All right, thanks for bumming everyone out, Liam. No, well, we can just edit this out. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think I'm not going to edit trapped. it out. The the man deserves all of the the nice words. You know what's okay? And he I deserves a... to be remembered. Even though I didn't like the team he worked for, but that's out of my control, I'm, and I'm sure I'm gonna... he was a, he, he was a very nice gentleman. Ryan, there's one really crazy thing that happened to me on the weekend. Okay, We're, this I... is going to be the last story. As soon yes. as your story's over, I'm doing the extra and I'm yes. stopping the recording. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, unless Liam wants to say something, basically, <laughs> I took I took an NFL fan quiz to see which team I should cheer for, and guess what team I got. The Packers, Cleveland the Packers. Of course, how thanks. ironic! <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for listening to the episode. We'll be back again next week, and you can follow us on social media. Third and Ten Show.